racetracks around Australia. Here's Inside Motorsport. What a busy weekend it was in motorsport. We'll cover the drag racing from the Conical Winter National. Colin Ford will be along to wrap up the Super Tourers at Eastern Creek Raceway. To contact Inside Motorsport, please send email to ravel at spirit.com.au. The Conical Winter Nationals, the grand finale of Australian drag racing, was run on the weekend. And in top fuel, the final of eliminations on Sunday was between Glenn Micras and Robin Kirby. Neither car had been a model of consistency throughout the evening, both cars having problems with tyre shake. But Kirby was the hungriest on and off the throttle, no less than four times to give the crowd a smoky finish to an action-packed event. Robin Kirby for the final, a 5.128 at 283.91 miles per hour. Top alcohol, Gary Phillips once again has taken victory. This is the first final for Shackleton's team from Townsville. Shackleton managed to strap the whole shot, but then on it was Phillips, with Phillips in the Lucas Oil Dragster taking the win with a 5.820 at 239.11 miles an hour. In pro stock, Joe Polito's championship defence goes right down to the last race of the 1997-98 season. Polito produced a near-perfect light with the car launching less than its best. Ridgeway Storm passed with a 7.729 at 174.69 miles an hour. Top door slammers, Peter Gratz and Andrew Searle. Searle really stepping up to make it to the final. A very impressive achievement in itself but it all comes unstuck with the custom line stalled whilst reversing from the burnout. This left Peter Grant to solo for the title, and characteristically, he doesn't take a conservative approach. The car shakes very hard around 60 feet. The entire rear end tears out of the car, and the Chevy slides across into Searle's lane, hitting the wall. The rear end bounces down the track, complete with chute and ladder bars. In the competition final, John Singh was the runner-up behind Gregory Leary in Superstock. It was Graham Walker over Ian Johns. Modifieds was David Mullins, the winner eventually over Alan White. Super Sedan, the final was Juan Kudnick over Kevin Bradley. In Supergas, Dave Goldie was the winner. Ravel Steering is Canberra's longest established steering and suspension specialist. With their experience, there are no better people to turn to for shock absorbers, TRW tie rod ends and ball joints, polyurethane suspension bushes, and the famous King Springs. Ravel Steering offer a range of wheel alignment and balancing, so call today to find out why your vehicle's steering and suspension can be maintained or improved by Ravel Steering. 28 Mort Street, Braddon, phone 6247-7711. Colin Ford catches up with all the super touring car news. We now have the uh, Audi of Brad Jones tied first place in the championship with the Volvo S40 of Jim Richards. So it's the first time we're seeing those two teams tied on top of the championship. And uh, it is really going to make it the championship from here on in uh, a very, very competitive one as those two teams fight it out. And as it is, um, after yesterday's races, the first race, an incredible battle between Jim Richards and Brad Jones. Uh, Brad Jones, Cameron McConville, Cameron McLean getting brilliant starts off from the line, particularly the Audi Quattro's with their wheel drive system. Uh, Jim Rick's making a good start for, for what is a front-wheel drive car, working his way through the field to come through and, and to win. And in the second race, uh, 
in that case, it was really a brilliant pit stop and some good pit strategy from the Audi team that saw Brad Jones have a very fast pit stop. Uh, again, Jim Richards trying to hunt him down and to get past him, but Brad winning the second race. So it was a good day's racing um, and a lot of uh, excitement, particularly the first race where Cameron McLean came through and uh, you know, was leading the race for quite a number of laps. And unfortunately, uh, you know, he was trying a little bit hard to get past Jim Richards once Jim Richards had got past him. Uh, on the final lap, did a bit of a desperate, went a bit wide and allowed the Audi to go through, so he ended up in, in fourth place after where he'd been leading the race, actually set a new super touring lap record um, at Eastern Creek down in the uh, 33 second mark. So a very, very fast lap from Cameron McLean. Unfortunately for him, at the start of the second race on the line, we're seeing there with the engine sitting right on the rev limiter, blew a brand new engine. That is going to be very expensive for the hot drivers here. Well, that's right. It's one I think he actually just got this engine back from Germany. It's an engine he'd had, um, bought brand new with the car. Uh, it had had some troubles. They sent it back to BMW Germany, come to an arrangement to get uh, the engine repaired and, and fixed up, uh, rebuilt by BMW. And this was its first race meeting, and uh, it actually completely blew itself on the line. Uh, and actually, for the first couple of laps of the second race, um, back to show oil flags, and the, the, the marshals were sort of <laughs> heading out of the track as the car the cars was headed off to clean all the debris off the track where the engine actually you know, dropped itself. That's very shattering for uh, Cameron McClain. Who was, was in the championship fight? That's right. He was in. He was right up there and doing. And the thing is that um, really again a case of uh, a little bit more support from BMW, and that car could be right in there. And as he proved in the first race, um, he does have the pace. All he needs a little bit of extra assistance from from BMW and a couple of latest tweaks to the car, and he could really be up there and competing very very heavily. But Current Brad Jones and uh, Jim Richards, who are tied in the championship, and you know, it really was an ecstatic uh, Volvo team after that uh, first race win with Jim Richards. Uh, they've proven that it's no fluke; they can win races, both a, a sprint race and a, uh, a race of pit stop. Yes, and also they took out the points on the day with their first, second finishes. That's right. Uh, that's something that's uh, good for Volvo. It's good for the championship, and it proves that front-wheel drive cars can win. And maybe looking at a few more. Uh, you know, manufacturers and teams that enter in the championship. Um, unfortunately, yesterday there were a couple of teams that did make appearances. Uh, the Peugeot 406 of uh, Tony Newman, Chrysler Careers team, they didn't uh, make the appearance yesterday because they've been in gearbox problems from the previous round. They only got the parts on the uh, Friday and they didn't have time to get the car ready. Um, but one of the big finds today was in the uh, second race today was Troy Searle in the Roadshill, uh, Hartish Motorsport BMW who came through from last on the grid. One of the things that many people may not know about Troy Searle is because of his religious beliefs, he doesn't practice and qualify on the Saturday. So for all races, he starts from the back of the grid. And he actually came through the pack to finish third in the uh, second race, the long-distance race. Another person who could have put in a very good performance in the second race uh, was Peter Hills in the uh, night racing, Ford Mondeo, who at one stage was holding down second place and actually he signed his pit stop right, so actually led the race for a while. But he actually was doing quite well, probably until about two or three laps from the finish, was holding down third place quite handily, and until unfortunately his car ran into a couple of problems. The person who missed out in the uh, second race today, of course, was Cameron McConville. He had a, a gear selection problem, which caused his engine to over-rev, and he unfortunately had to park his Audi around the back end of the circuit. But a great day's racing. As well, yesterday they had the uh, production car championship. Gary Walden, again, the big Dodge Viper, um, won one of the races there. Came second in the second race of the day, and uh, basically cooked the brakes on that car so much that the fire crews had to turn up and uh, spray extinguisher liquid onto the brakes to just 
stop the, the brakes from going him flying after the second race. second race was actually won by Dominic Beninka, who was really happy to come through for a win. For more Australian motorsport news, choose the newspaper with the most motorsport news. For subscription details, email msnews at corplink.com.au. Motorsport News, proud partners of Inside Motorsport. Joining us on the line now is Joe Cadman. We were down in Bega doing uh, the next round of the New South Wales State Rally Championship, and it was also a round of the New South Wales Clubman Championship, the ARN Junior Challenge, uh, the ACT Championship, and also the Historic Rally Car Championship as well. Would have proven for a lot of entries. Well, 71 um, started, which is fantastic, you know, really good entry field. Abysmal weather, though. Oh, just atrocious conditions. Probably the worst conditions I've ever rallied in in my life. It was pretty, pretty full on. I mean, Bigger is supposed to be rally heaven. Um, when you speak to a lot of rally drivers, that that's supposed to be, you know, the thing. Bigger is the rally to go to. Um, it's a very well-run event by Graham Rosa. They also did the Wyong event, the one up at the Wadigan Forest, and uh, they do a fantastic event. Unfortunately, it bucketed down with rain. Absolutely bucketed down, and we saw. Um, only 46 people uh, finishing the event. So a lot of people ended up either falling off the road or mechanical failure. One of them included, it was me, I'm afraid. So there you go. Do we know who did end up winning? Yep, Mark Sandy and Michelle Murphy, they um, they took the bigger rally out for the second year running in a row. John Mitchell tried to catch them, a guy who actually won Wyong this year. Um, he's getting pretty quick and he's got a very solid team behind him and he was trying very, uh, very hard to... To catch the Subaru of Miles Sandy, uh, fortunately didn't make it. With the torrential rain, it was quite um, astounding that the rally was uh, did actually make it to the very end. A lot of talk and rumours were going around the ground saying that they were going to cancel some of the stages because some of the stages certainly had a tremendous amount of rain and water on the roads, made it for very slippery and dangerous conditions. But we ended up making it to the end. Um, I know that a lot of cars did end up going off, but... A lot of cars did finish as well, and so it ended up being quite a good event. All right, then now for yourself, where do you move on to next? Well, our next round is Tasmania, and we used Vega for the testing ground for Tasmania, and I tell you what, we couldn't have asked for better conditions. Wet, cold, miserable. <laughs> I mean, all the conditions that you could possibly ask for for Tasmania were certainly thrown upon us last night, so we were very grateful for that if we wanted to count our blessings. Um, and so we're on to Tasmania. We're, we're leaving on Monday the 29th to get uh, catch the boat and get down to Tasmania for the 4th and 5th of July, the 4th round. And I guess the other thing to look forward to is the uh, numbers are swelling a little bit in the uh, Bridgestone Corolla series. They are, Craig. Uh, fantastic, fantastic entry list out for Philander a couple of weeks ago. Uh, we had nine Corollas. I mean, it was fantastic for the Bridgestone Corolla Cup and there was some really fantastic um, competition. Raman Watkins ended up snatching it away from Steve Salzberg, which was brilliant. Steve's the one who's actually leading the Bridgestone Corolla Cup at this stage. We were doing pretty well up there as well until we got a flat tyre, and uh, that sort of put us out of contention. But we still came fifth outright out of the the Bridgestone Corollas, even considering we had quite a fair fair amount of problems. So we count our lucky stars that we're sort of in the middle, I guess. And uh, I guess you, as you said, you're taking away the... uh well, Tasmanian-like conditions from the Bega Rally. And, uh, Joe, we thank you for your time and we look forward to catching up with you after Tasmania. Fantastic. Thanks very much for having me. Thanks for being with us. I hope you can join us next time on Inside Motorsport.
Inside Motorsport is produced by Thunder Media in the studios of Triple S FM Canberra.